Welcome to the Tales from Travellers podcast, a show that aims to share the unique experiences of expats, travellers, and those who have chosen to make a life abroad. Through our guests' unique experiences, we will explore the challenges and rewards of adjusting to a new culture, making connections, pursuing a career, or even raising a family in a different part of the world. Whether you're a seasoned traveller or new to the expat lifestyle, this podcast could be an insightful tool or just a fun distraction if you're thinking about taking the leap and moving abroad. My guest today is Ellie, an old university friend who has yet to start her journey, but as many can attest to, planning for a trip, regardless how long it is, is an experience not to miss out on. It's full of highs and lows. So Ellie, tell me a little bit about yourself and more importantly, where are you going? Oh my goodness, this feels like a job interview. Um, so, uh, my name is Ellie, I'm 30 years old. Um, I know I don't look it, I'm 30 years old. I live in London presently, I live in Tooting with three housemates and a cat. Um, I work in an ad agency as a project manager. I won't say the brands, I don't know if I'm allowed to, it's not that interesting. I'm not being um, sponsored, but if anyone sues me, I will send them your way. Yeah, I'll be like, not, hashtag not spawn, not, no spawn. Uh, I wish it was spawn, because I'm not getting paid for this, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm just living in London, hanging out, and that's pretty much me. There's not really, you know, single, you know, not ready to mingle. That's it. That's that's yeah, really the package. I suppose that's a good thing. I mean, I suppose you're getting ready to mingle. That's something you can do more abroad. Yeah. But um, hundred percent. A lot, a lot of people. When you tend to talk to someone about where they're going, where they're looking to travel. From my experience, anyway, post university life, people tend to find themselves abroad when it, and that could be in China, Thailand, and a lot of the time Australia and New Zealand. Mm. Yours really kind of stood out to me because you're going to Canada. Of mm. you know, not not so weird, but it's not something you see in the top five list. No, how, absolutely. How, it, how how did Canada end up the destination? How did that end up on your lap? I don't really. I mean, I do know exactly, so I'm not going to say I don't really know because I do know. Um, I just as like a disclaimer, um, I have never been a traveller. I didn't do, I did do a gap year and I worked in WH Smith because uh, my boyfriend dumped me and I was going to spend a year with him. And then he didn't want to be with me, so I had to work in WH Smith. So I didn't travel then, like a lot of people do. I have had various relationships where like, I've gone on like holidays and stuff, but I've never even been anywhere too exotic. I've never had the bug to go backpacking or, you know, like kind of like you did, like you went to the China stuff, which is really cool. Like I've never had that thing. And I've always been very much a homebody. I love being at home and I love my home comforts. Um, but a few years ago, I moved to London and just became a bit braver and a bit more like let go of, I think, a lot of worries and stresses and like insecurities and have just been... To be honest, Greg, living my best life, as you've been aware of. Um, last, well, actually, TBC, up and down. It's been it's been a roller coaster, but I got to a point where um, I'm kind of just say yes to a lot more things. To be honest, and I have um, a really lovely close friend who lives nearby. Um, earlier this year, we were in the pub, and she was just saying how she applied for a Canada visa, um, and I thought that sounds interesting, but I'm not really sure. You know, doesn't really tempt me. Doesn't like call to me. And she was like, look, if by the end of this year, you're still not very happy, because I was in a job that I didn't love at the time, then she was like, you should come traveling with me. And I was like, can't think of anything worse. Don't want to do that. Don't want to go backpacking. It's not, don't want to stay in hostels. No, I want to do my three-piece skincare routine. I don't want to be living that life. And then a few weeks later, she kind of kept mentioning it. And she was like, just apply, because then you don't have to go. 
So then after two glasses, probably more than two really, of red wine on my own in the house with the cat, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I just did it. And then I almost didn't do it because I think I told you at the time, or I don't know if I did, but the website is so glitchy and so hard to use. Like at Government Canada, make that website more accessible because I gave up almost three times. Um, but I finally did it. I was like, I think I've done it right. Forgot about it. That was on, I think, the 8th of March. And then two weeks later, they were like, you can formally apply now. And I was like, okay. Um, and I almost didn't do it. Because I was like, I don't actually really want to go to Canada. I didn't, you know, didn't plan that in my life plan. I didn't really have a life plan, but I know that Canada wasn't in it. I've never been to Canada. Don't really know anything about it. Obviously, I do now. Um, but Jess convinced me to and said, you know, you don't have to go if you get the visa. And I was like, okay, fine. So I paid 341 Canadian dollars for all my forms. Like, you have to do like a police form. I haven't got any convictions. Uh, you have to do like a family form, you have to give all your info about your family, like alive and dead, and it's that's a bit depressing. Then you have to do a CV, and I think like a passport photo. So I did all that shit within like three weeks. Um, I was quite nervous, Greg, that the police form would come back with something. For no, based in no, re- like because I'm obviously very, you know, I've never committed a crime in my life. I'm like, I've done a lot of stupid shit, but I've never committed a crime. But I was, when it came back, like clear, I was like, um but I uploaded that and I was like thank god um and I was actually very poor at the time more poor I mean I'm always poor I live in London well, London I, life does make people poor yeah yeah exactly and I was like god I can't really drop like it was like 280 pounds or something um but I was like, I'm just gonna do it so that was a bit of a that was the only bit that I was like if I don't go now I'll be annoyed because I spent 280 quid on this shit and no. then when did I get the, let me look at my dates. And then I submitted it on the 24th of March. And then I had the visa by the 28th of April, which is very unheard of, apparently. Oh. And that's where I'm at now. Well, what about your friend? Was her process as um, as quick a turnaround as yours? Or it was not. Were you the lucky one? When did she have, I, I genuinely think, and I know it sounds really cliche to say this, but I do think it was quite serendipitous because I am not someone as many people will tell you, and it's been like a, to my detriment as well, but I'm such a planner and I love to plan. And obviously being a project manager, it's like, it's in my blood. It's it's such a part, like integrity of my being. And the fact that I did it so spontaneously, I don't know if that was just like a sign that it was going to work out. I don't know. But no, I think my friend applied, I think early 2022, and then she didn't get her visa until like mid-July. So that's yeah. six months maybe, maybe a bit more. So the fact that I got mine within six seven weeks six weeks yeah. something like, always tends to happen when you don't really don't, yeah. don't really tend to think too much about it or care as much yeah but with yeah. with the with the application process you mentioned you kept coming in you kept going in and out of it what where, mm-hmm. whilst you were going through it and filling out those the, the terrible website and all the visa forms and the family side of things was there any point that you felt maybe not or I I wanna I wanna just forget it move on I'm not feeling it or was it a case of that your friend was doing it and you wanted to live a little or you still just very much you know what whatever comes will come and I'll flip a coin on the day day. yeah throughout I would say roughly throughout the entire thing I was just like I'm not gonna actually go I'll just do this I'm not gonna actually go um I just kind of thought like oh maybe I could just go for a holiday you know at push because it was a huge thing and I've got um very very lucky to have such a lovely family and amazing friends here and at home and like a niece and a nephew two nieces now 
Um, and I was like, oh, I want to see them grow up, blah, blah, blah. So the whole time, I don't think I ever thought I'd actually do it. And then I was drunk on a work night out. Um, and I was in the pub toilet. I think it was somewhere in Soho. I was in a pub toilet. And I was just like, you know, you check your phone on the toilet. We all do. Um, I just checked my emails at like 10 p.m. on a Thursday night. And it was like, you've got the visa. And I was like, I don't really know what to, to do about this right now. Um, I'm gonna, I think I sent it to my friend at the time, the one who'd also got the visa. And she was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Can't believe you've got it so soon. Um, it's not actually officially the visa, by the way, because like, you don't officially get the visa until you're at the border. And then they're like, yep, off you go. So I could still get to the border now and they'll be like, mm. but hopefully that won't be the case. But yeah, so I don't really, I think as soon as I got it, I was then still umming and ahhing. It took me a couple of weeks to tell my, no, about a week to tell my family and friends. And everyone has been like, without like a shadow of a doubt, completely supportive and lovely. My mom, very sad, but now like unwaveringly supportive. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. It, it is really what I mean, I remember when I was going through the, the whole visa process for me, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's probably a little, little bit easier for you because I remember having to come into London and go to the Chinese embassy, oh. um, submit my passport, do all the visa paperwork, mm-hmm. hand that in. And um, it, it, it it's oddly intimidating. I think obviously comparing China and Canada in terms of traveling, very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still remember going through the application process and when they, it seemed almost too easy to get through. And it was a similar yeah. story to you. Mine came through really quick, really fast. I think in the whole process took me about two months. Mm-hmm. And um, I just generally thought I was going to get off the plane and somebody was going to harvest my kidneys. <laughs> Literally. But, it's scary, isn't it? You're like, shit, I'm just going to yeah. assume that everything's going to be fine. I think you were brave. You were 10 times, 100 times braver than me. Because Canada, like, they're all apparently really nice. They all speak English. I'm going to Toronto, um, well, to start with at least. So it's not actually going to be a huge culture shift, just maybe actually people being nicer than in London. So I think you were much braver to go somewhere as well, like not speaking, I say not speaking the language. Had you learned any of the language before? Like, were you prepped? I still class myself as a terribly passable tourist when it comes to oh my, 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 uh, my my Mandarin. But yeah, I mean, I suppose you know, if we're going to stick with potentially cliches, yeah, Canada's mm. supposed to be extremely safe, which is um, yeah. fantastic. And you'll yeah. just have to, and the good thing is being English, a lot of the time we say sorry anyway. So I say sorry all I the suppose, time. We're going to get you'll get on very well with the Canadians. I think I will, and I think I've heard it now from so many people who have like either been there or know people. And every bit of advice that anyone ever gives me, even if it's my mum, like, oh my, I know my friend went there and they said it, their people were really nice, or someone who's direct, you know, from the horse's mouth. Um, every, it's the same situation every single time that everyone's apparently lovely. So mm. hopefully that will help things. And if I'm stuck or I need, you know guidance and something hopefully everyone's lovely fingers crossed we can only hope fingers crossed i mean that, that's what we can hope for but then i think um i think again with a lot of people that i spoke to it's those panicky moments that really really kind of yeah. help shape who you are i mean yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, again very, probably very yeah. different to you uh, my first night in china i cried i cried my heart out like, it's that oh, sense yeah. of everything kicking in mm-hmm. and oh shit i'm i'm so far away from family i'm far away from friends I don't know the people I'm with. You will know the people you're with, hopefully. And yeah. um, it's not knowing what the bloody hell I was going to do next. Yeah. But then after a while, that sense of reality, everything starts to calm down. You kind of realise that, you know, I'm, I'm, I was a grown-ass man. I can look after myself. So <laughs> You don't feel like it when you're suddenly on your own. Like, I have, I remember thinking, oh, in the new year, which is obviously now, we're <laughs> in the new year. I was like, that's when everything will start kicking off. That's when I'll start putting my steps for my job situation 
into play and you know kind of I've booked my flight I've booked my Airbnb like a couple of days ago but I it's going to be absolutely terrifying because I have often well most days I still don't feel like a proper adult I'm like my god like how do I I mean I feel like I've I do have my shit together which is kind of a weird feeling to then be suddenly uplifting like I love my job now I love my friends like I love just like mentally I'm just really which is weird like I'm very unhinged but like mentally I'm actually very stable and happy which is a really nice rare feeling and I'm like why am I now just going to totally uproot myself and go and do this massive thing it's not even like something I've always wanted to do but I just something in my gut tells me if I don't go I'll really regret it so but it's fucking terrifying absolutely oh my god I'm gonna yeah feel the fear and do it anyway as you said it shapes us those moments so yeah, and I, I think what does make it, I think, I think you're, as you just mentioned, it makes it quite interesting mm-hmm. with you, is, um, you know, you, you, you moved to London because um, yeah. you're moving from Southampton to experience a new yeah. life. You've got, you got plenty of nice jobs. You're in a place that you really love now, yeah. as well as you've got friends. And you're you're doing it as, it, it feels like so much more of an act of confidence that you're doing it. That's, that's, you're, you're, that's lovely. That's a really, really nice compliment because I I think a few years ago, I would never, like, I would look at, if someone had told me I was doing this when I was like, not at like 24, 25, if someone had told me at 30, this is what I was going to be doing, I'd be like, absolutely not. I used to get scared. I think I might have mentioned it to you before, but I used to be scared to get trains on my own. I used to be terrified of tubes. Like I did want to move to London after uni, but I was just too scared of it. I thought it was, mm. and now it's kind of like completely second nature to me. Um, so it feels, it still feels like a bit of an out of body experience, maybe if that doesn't sound too like airy fairy to be like, shit, I'm actually doing this um yeah. like the fact I'm going because my so the friend who also got the visa she hopefully is going to come out at some point and I have a couple of other friends who are coming out kind of in June time but the one thing that's in stone throughout this whole process I was like whether people come out or they don't come out I'm still doing this and that I think is the scary thing because it's like I am on my own doing it yeah. which is amazing which is empowering but also very 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 scary so yeah you Scary, but as you mentioned, you, you've you've got your shit together. You've got yourself planned as as a yeah. as a pretty successful project manager. Planning is Thank part you. of your day to day. Yeah. How in in regards to all the planning that's coming around for Canada? Mm-hmm. You mentioned you got your Airbnb. You booked your flight, and I suppose the next big part is what you're going to be doing out there. I mean, what are you doing for this year that you're out on a work visa with? Mm. So the work visa is officially, sorry, mum, it's officially two years with, then you can say six months as a tourist. Um, I have not planned to say, like, well, I've planned to say I will do a solid year if I go a little bit over that or I do say two or whatever, come back and then go back or whatever. I am very open to that, to seeing how I get on. But I am hoping to transfer with my current company. Um, I love who I work for and finally working in a place that I just just love the people are great it's it's just brilliant um so I'm hoping to transfer with them so I'm kind of this is the month now for me to organize the job stuff um but I've got a couple of other leads like if I need to if my company aren't able to transfer me um, but I've got an incredible manager who's been helping me a lot so hopefully it'll be fine but yes that's all done apart from that all I really need to do is I think you have to buy health insurance for two years to get over there I forget there's going to be no NHS and I use the NHS all the time because I'm a hypochondriac so I'm going to get good health insurance that my mum's very kindly going to help me with that's her like contribution um but apart from that the big stuff is is kind of done but yeah the job as you said what I'm doing out there 
which is very exciting. And I like the idea of being like in a rom-com and like having my like apartment and going to work on the subway. Whereas in reality, I'll probably be terrified and like shaking the first time I go on the subway, even though they've only got like three lines and I'm used to here with like however many ridiculous tube lines we have. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, it, when you're setting these up with your health insurance job, how are you going through that yourself? Are you, have you gone through an agency? Is that does the Canadian government give you options? Have you gone through have, I know I said the website was awful, but the actual application process, like if it had been an easy website to use, it's so straightforward. As I said, like the police form is the most long part of it, and it, you have to literally fill out your addresses from the last ten years. So I had to go over all my addresses with like ex-partners and stuff when I then went back home and then uni and I was just like my god it like really digs it up um so I had to do all of that but apart from that as I said it was just like you know one other form a CV so it was all fairly straightforward there um and there is advice and stuff on the website but really you kind of just crack on I think I've basically just asked my friend who had already done it and the other two so I've got three people I know basically have already done it so I just asked them for help but it was all fairly straightforward the only issue was more like technical issues with how bad the site was that with health insurance that is something that I know one of the Canada friends did her research on and found like I think she was on forums about people who have got this working visa working holiday visa sorry and they suggested this website I think it's called like true traveler so I think that's like a really like um reputable one so I'll probably use them but yeah it's kind of just on your own really which is Yeah, so it's not really, I mean, I think there is some guidance, but as I said, the website's so awful that I'd rather, like, put pins in my eyes and go back on it, so I just try and do it myself. There are these horror stories out there of people looking to move oh, abroad. No, get Greg, what horror stories? No, I, I'm going <laughs> to, you, you're luckily ahead of this story. Oh, what's the horror This story? is in regards to people trying to find sponsorship. These are people that I've found oh, about okay. moving to Australia. So, not giving you a horror story. I couldn't oh, find any horror story great. about Canada, so just oh, so you're aware. I mean, to be fair, you do say you like to live your life as if you're in your own movie, but I you do. never say what genre you're in. There's too so. much character development now, though. I'm like, done. I don't need any more bad relationships, bad dates. I just, that's, don't need that. So. Yeah, it could be, it could be a, a villain origin story. You never know. <laughs> Take over Canada. Yep. Stay tuned. Uh. So with, with these horror stories, the, the ones that people are finding out, they're, they're trying to get sponsorship for Australia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. and certain other countries where they want to go there for work. And yeah. it's going across these, say, these sponsorship supporting agencies that say that they will go through and find you work. And then yeah. you give them like a fee and basically a finder's fee to find work and accommodation. And sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Have you... Um, with, with work, have you had any experience with agencies in Canada had to help you like find out more about work or have you just been going to, I don't know, the Canadian version of LinkedIn and Read and Indeed and Job Search and Monday? <laughs> the Canadian version. Um, yeah, so with my so with my visa, it's officially a working holiday visa. So that's basically saying you don't have to go over there with a job. There's no like, you know, obviously I want to go over there with a job because I I'll be poor it's very expensive in Toronto um but I don't need to have anything like that I don't um like for example I had a colleague who's left now actually in my current job but she was on a visa to work with like my company and then they weren't able to renew it for some reason and then she wasn't able to like stay and that was like then she literally had to go but I don't have that it's very much like I basically could just go over if I wanted to in the dream life and just travel for um 
two years and just enjoy my life. But yes, I haven't had to do any of that. So work-wise, as I said, hopefully I'm very lucky in the sense that the agency I work for um, has like offices all over. It's a fantastic agency. Still don't really know how I got a job there, but that's that's by the by. So yes, hopefully I can stay with them because I, as I said, I love I love my job. I really enjoy it, which I haven't been able to say for years about a job that I've been in for various reasons. Um, but yes, that's basically what I've had to do. And other, I think recruiters wise, I think LinkedIn's fantastic. I know you and I both love a bit of LinkedIn. Everyone loves LinkedIn. It's like a nice social media to scroll through as well, isn't it? If you're having like a quiet yeah, it's, it's, like it's like a perfect social media for people in their 30s who like to think about making a difference. I love it. I love the top stories. But anyway, yeah. Um, so I have a couple of recruiters I think I reached out to on there just through, like, I think I Googled, like, Canadian recruitment companies <laughs> and then just found some. Um, and, yeah, they've been, um, they've responded. But there's certain ones that will not give you a job unless you have like a Canadian address and phone number and stuff before. And I'm like, I'm going to sort that all out within my first week, which is advised as well. Cause it's so much more straightforward yeah. than trying to do it before. So I've been quite lucky so far, she says, without a job lined up to <laughs> in the sense of it's not been too like convoluted or yeah, difficult. Yeah. Quite a smooth journey so far. So but far, the... which worries me. Yeah, well, you know, we'll 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 touch wood. Everything will be fine. I mean, if anything, you might just realise that you know your 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 little furry coat that's good for London is going to mm. be terrible for Toronto. Yeah, but... I don't think it's going to stand up to those Toronto. I'm going in April, so I'm going early April. So therefore, I've been told that it's lovely in the spring by the Airbnb lady. So thank you, Pamela, for that. So hopefully, Wait, is, that, is, that, is that lovely for her or lovely for you? She just said it's lovely in spring, Greg. Okay, that's all she said. Um. I told because she was like, "Oh, what's like your background? Like, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm from Britain, Brittany, in France. I'm from Britain." And she was like, "Amazing!" And I was like, "Well, she obviously in her voice would have said it in a Canadian accent, which I won't do." Um, but she was lovely and supportive, obviously, because everyone there is friendly. Um, yeah. So yeah, she's been very friendly. Also, I learned with Airbnb. Just random tip here, not that anyone um is interested but if you obviously see one that you like you can always just message them and ask for a discount didn't know that sounds obvious sometimes i'll just be like no but she gave me more discount on it because i said i'm on a bit of a budget um would you mind like i think i got another few hundred pounds off the price so top tip and how, how long are you in this airbnb for though are you, are you um, there for a oh how long Pay, pay as you go kind of airbnb it's not no so i will pay i pay the first half already and the second half will be just before i go i think but i'm staying there from when my flight is in early april until the end of may and then i have two friends who are coming out in june and i'm going to live with them for a few months and then we're just going to then see what we want to do from like yeah. october but we've committed to a few months which will be amazing as well to have other people i know like i like to think by that point I've met like a few people through like jobs and stuff. I do know through another friend, um, I fr- another friend of a friend. I know someone who's going out, but I think we have a crossover of like two days, but that's one person. <laughs> I'm like, it's something. Um, and then another friend of a friend I know um, lives out in Toronto. So I might try and see her as well. So there's a, there's a couple of people. Um, yeah. So yeah, hopefully it'll be fine. But if not, I'll be a lone wolf. Okay. I'll be a lone wolf and I'll live my best life and I'll go sit in coffee shops and use their wi-fi and just like pretend that i'm like jennifer aniston because obviously i look really similar so it's already a good start yes you know you're, you're basically describing a, a sunday in london as well so <laughs> you're already for that transition yeah exactly exactly i think i'm quite privileged and lucky in the sense of 
I mean, I have two sisters who are like married with children. Obviously, their lives are polar opposite to mine. And I'm very privileged in the sense of like, I'm living in a beautiful house in London with lovely people who are now like really good friends of mine. Um, I don't have to worry really. I pay my rent. But apart from that, I don't have to worry about like bills. I don't have to worry about... Um, I basically just live my life for me. I'm not, as I said, I'm not in a relationship. I've just got such freedom that, and I know I've got work and that can sometimes be stressful, but I, again, I love my job. I'm in a very lucky, privileged place right now that I can make decisions for me, not have to consider other people within those decisions and just, you know, and I think I'll look back on this time when I am hopefully, touch wood, like married and with or without children, whatever happens to me, when I'm more like settled and grounded, and be like, I'm glad I took that chance. Like, I want to look back and know that yeah. I did, that I didn't just, you know. Didn't just sit in two Yeah. And as much as I've, again, I've been here almost, I think in January, it'll be, it's January. I've been here three years. Oh, this time three years ago, I was terrified. I'd just come out of a long-term relationship a few months before. And I was like, I'm just going to move to London. And I, when I was here, there's a picture my mum took of me on the bed because she like helped me move in. And I'm smiling, but you can see that it doesn't reach my eyes because I'm literally like this. And I was so sad. Yeah. But now... Yeah, I, I remember that. You, I remember you saying you were moving. You were, you were bricking it. You were scared yep. in case you were making the right choice. Yep. Yeah. You sold your car. Yeah, sold my beautiful and... Mini, which I still miss. I don't need it. I'd have no requirement, but I, <clears throat> I really miss it. That was amazing. I haven't driven now for like... I mean, I think I've been... I've driven one person's car like two years ago like five minutes but that's it and I do miss driving sometimes but I love the tubes now which is weird I love the tubes I love like I kind of love the griminess of them you know like I, I don't know I think I'll miss that when I because apparently Toronto is much more clean than London so it's all these things I thought I'd be terrified of have now become totally second nature and like I call London home now because it is this home to me and I think long term yeah. unless something amazing happens in Toronto want to come back and like settle maybe not so central like maybe a little bit more on the outside you know when I'm like put my shit together even more so it's definitely home to me it's very it's very hard to think about not being sat here in my room and like doing what and you know going and seeing friends that are like close by or whatever like it feels very strange still the alien to think that actually it really is gonna change I really am gonna suddenly be in this beautiful little Airbnb I've booked but like on my own brand new that's still scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah when, when, when you phrase it like that but it is I mean, <laughs> again everything kind of seems like it's, it's coming around quite quite well and yeah you, you don't have to worry so well you don't hopefully there's so much yeah. so i know obviously there's a um in, in um certain areas of canada french is um a language yeah i can't speak french too. i don't think so much in Toronto. i think that's more quebec way Quebec and Montreal, um, yeah. I think it's yeah. um my housemate actually speaks some French. Um and I was like, Do I get him to teach me just like a few like bits and bobs? Obviously I can do like bonjour, like Sava, etc. But that's it. I don't know. I don't know. It could oh. be something to have on on a Duolingo whilst you're having your little um, yeah. main character moment. Duolingo, that's a good shout actually. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. yeah, TBC. But I I'm just gonna mainly stay in the area where they all speak English. So English. That's such an English thing to say as well. I love it it. I'm just going to stay with they speak English nice and easy. It's going to be actually fine. <laughs> you don't worry. English boss is staying fine. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, but you get sick of them all apologising to you so much or being too polite. Like, I'm oh not used god. to this. They are so polite. Can I also just say on the segue, it's really weird. I don't know if you had this 
with before you went to China? I don't know how, what, how long, how long did you have, sorry, just before I say what I'm going to say, before you went to China? Like when you, like from when you decided to go to when you went? Uh, it would have been, I suppose, just under two months. Oh, okay. That's really good. Because I think because I've told people about a year in advance, it's like, you know, the more conversations you have, like it'll normally come up at every social thing I'm at, just because it's like, you know, quite an exciting thing. But the more yeah. I hear myself saying out loud, and like when I said to my boss, like when I sat down with him in November and was like, look, I know I've been in the company that long, but I love the company and I want to move and go into Canada. The more you say it, the more you're like, this is actually going to happen now because I'm voicing it. It's not just a little thing in my head where I'm like, oh, I could do that. That could be fun. And that is, the, for me, that's been like the scariest part is I don't know if you found yeah. that with saying it out loud to people and being like, shit. Yeah, no, actually, the, the, it was... It was the weird thing for, for me. I mean, again, this was this is something I was going to ask because a lot of people tend, when, when they realise they're moving or they're leaving, they're quite, mm. re- the, you know, I wouldn't say ready. I wouldn't say everyone like, wants to stick their middle finger up at their job and say, I'm, you know, I'm huffing off the other <laughs> side of the world. But it's always that sense of cutting ties, moving on. Yeah. And I think for me, it, it did come out of the blue. Like, I wasn't actively looking. I just got a random phone call from a... Yeah recruiter saying do you want to go work in China and you were like yeah, sure <laughs> and then um, it was a case of doing it doing the interviews getting through it like yeah. it was the same th- thought as you I just wanted to you know what I could say no whenever I want but then yeah. going into the boss and like, play, yeah. and you're like yes I'm going to China <laughs> I'm gonna go now yeah but you did yeah. it and that's incredible and that's something you'll never forget and like you can if you have children or whatever like you can tell your children grandchildren whatever and I think that's amazing and I know when I was talking to my mum about it, because she, um, kind of similar to how it used to be, she's never been like, she has been places, but she's never been, you know, had the travel bug either. But she always used to say, my dad, who passed in 2006, that he, she was like, he would be so proud of you for doing this, because he always wanted to like, go do more stuff. Like she actually said to me the other day, she was like, he always wanted to ski. And I was like, it's so random. I'd never put him down for that. Because we're talking about if I go skiing in Canada. And I'd been like, oh, I'm a bit scared. I don't think I'm going to do it. And now I'm like, actually now I might do it like it's just nice to think it's like something that he would have liked as well and like and I said she is really like my mum is so supportive of it she's obviously I'm very close to my mum and that she was the hardest person to tell but on a quick segue when I told her so I told my sisters first so I have two sisters I'm the youngest and they just rip me all the time as is the way love them to the ends of the earth and I told them and they thought I was taking the piss they were like oh fuck off no you're not going whatever and then my older sister Laura messaged my mum on our group chat with her and was like Ellie's going to Canada apparently and was like saying all this stuff and I was like no 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 this is not how she should find out no I was gonna like call her and do like this whole thing and my mum was like what she's just like at home like doing the laundry or something and then I was like Laura I'm not joking and she was like you're actually going I was like yeah and then I had to have like a FaceTime with them I'm like really sorry this is how you found out but I am going to Canada it's gonna be in a year's time like it's gonna be fine I'm only going for a year um my mum was just like excuse me so still angry at Laura for that but you know it goes to show that that maybe indicates how unlike me this action is if you see what I mean yeah which is funny so that was great (laughs) that went smooth who was harder to tell in, in in your eyes? Was it harder to build up that courage initially to tell your mum before before the sister got in the way, or was it harder to tell the job that you love that you you're going to leave? I think actually harder to tell the job because I knew even though like my mum, as I said, I'm so close to her, I see her fairly often. I know that even even with all of that and that fact she'll miss me, I knew that she would be nothing but supportive after like she kind of accepted it. 
which she has been like literally nothing but supportive as have my sisters my sisters have been because I said to them like I was like oh I'm not 100% sure originally if I was going to go because of the babies like they were babies at that point um and I want to see them grow up and they're like you can't I think was it Megan's the middle sister always a wise one said something like you can't like stay here to live for like our lives you need to go and like live your life like you need to not stay here just because we're still here like we're kind of like cracking on like you shouldn't stay just so you want to you know I don't know if that makes loads of sense but like go and do your own thing and have your own path and whatever and when she said that I was like yeah that's really fucking true and very wise so that definitely helped but it was harder to tell work I was literally shaking before I went in to tell my boss because I'd only started the company in end of May early June um and as I said I was finally in a point at a point where I really liked work like obviously it's not perfect every day because working in advertising is fucking stressful but it was really it felt I felt what's the word like a traitor almost but then I made it so clear that I wanted to move with it and hopefully that will happen if there's a role for me to move with the company and then eventually move back to London and stay with them because I like working there that much but he was nothing but supportive as well he was an incredible manager I'm very lucky um he was obviously like you know really sad to lose you etc but yeah so work definitely harder 100 yeah 100 <laughs> as, as work offered you a place when you come back potentially um I think my manager said kind of like door absolutely always be open I think it just depends if there is physically a role there because if for any reason there's not they can't obviously just magic one up but I think if there was I definitely would have a good foot in the door hopefully mm. as I said it's a massive agency they've got offices all over so but London has been all over the world. Yeah, I think London to me symbolises like how how brave I was. It sounds like really like cliche, but like being here, sometimes I'm just, even now I'm like shit. I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have done this before. And now I've just done it, and now it's just normal. And like it almost makes me sad that I didn't do it sooner. And it makes mm. me sad that I wasn't as brave. I mean, I don't want to like diss my past self and be like you stupid bitch. But I'm also like, <laughs> why did you not <laughs> like? Why did you have situations? in your life where you like settled or you were like with someone that you know wasn't right for you but you settled or you know that job wasn't right but you just stayed there too long like I wish I think I've learned it's good just to just to instead of just talking about stuff and saying oh I'm not happy with this I'm not happy with that like do something about it and it's not always easy but as soon as you do then things infinitely become better is from, yeah. from I can only speak for myself well, no, I mean, I think that's that's something that a lot of people that I've spoken to have found that, mm-hmm. like like you said, and your, and your sister said, you need to yeah. think about you, yeah. you need to take the leap and you realise, you know, why didn't you do it sooner? Because it's 100%. once you break out of that comfort zone, you realise just as, as much of a motivational speaker thing as it sounds, you realise what you are capable of and what you oh, can yeah. do. 100%. It's quite scary, really, because I think the Canada, I think the reason I kind of said to myself, right, I am going to do it is because I thought, well, logically, and I tried even though I am very unhinged, I am actually a very logical person as well. Um, it's kind of how I work through like, I don't know, trauma, stress, whatever. I try and just, as my one of my really good friends says, she's always says, focus on the facts. And I'm like, the fact is I moved, I left a long-term relationship. I then was able to then face my fears and move to London, make a life here, a really successful, happy life, which I'm like proud to say. I'm not even like, I know that sounds boasty, but I am really proud. Like, I'm not perfect. Like I obviously still have multiple flaws, which I'm sure you're aware of. But overall, I've made a really lovely life for myself here. And I think a lot of it has been luck as well. Like, I'm very lucky that the house I moved into, the people are incredible. Um, because I know it's very hit and miss with renting in London. 
So I know some of it's luck and some some of it's just like timing, but it's very um, yeah. Well, what was the question now? I forgot what the question was. Where was I going with this? It was kind of that motivational, just kind of that motivational yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. I just feel very, um, yeah, very proud of where I've come to because not all my time in London has been kind of like roses. Overall, it's been incredible, but I have had times that have really tested me like mentally, um, physically, emotionally, spiritually, yeah. as the Kardashians might say. But no, I'm, I feel, yeah, I'm finally in a better place. And I think, oh, that's what I was saying. I said, if I could, facts-wise, if I can move to London, then surely I can move to Canada. Like if I can do yeah, that... Sure to something that used to be like my biggest fear to the point where my friend Carolyn used to live in London and like years ago I didn't visit her one time I think there was like a bomb scare or something and I was like I just can't get the train to see you now I was already scared anyway but like that made me back out because I was like I just can't like I'd be on the train and I'd be shaking and texting and be like I'm on the train everything's fine um and now I'm just like I'm on the train <laughs> yeah like and I used to be terrified of changes on trains. I was like, I if there's a train, if it's straight through, then it's fine. I just can't get on any train that has a change. And now I'll be like, yeah, three different tubes, fine, whatever. Like if I get stuck, I'll just ask someone. And yeah. I've never actually had to so far. I think I remember London's also for tourists. So many tourists that you're yeah. like, if there's always gonna be someone to help. I think it's very important to have faith in people. People will help you. Most people are good people. Is my. Info. Oh, that, 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 that's a quote of the day for, for anyone looking to Most people really are. And I know Most there's a lot of bad, but there's also a fucking load of good people in the world. And that's my out. That's not even me trying to, like, you know, come across as being like overly positive and whatever. I just genuinely think the majority of people, and I know people say London people are grumpy and they are. However, if someone, if you suddenly, if I suddenly fainted on, the, on a tube, you know, everyone sat with their headphones in, people would help me. And I've seen it happen, or like people are in trouble, like people do help. Like everyone's in their own worlds because everyone in London is either stressed about money, stressed about their work, stressed about like, well, those main two things really. Um, like everyone's got so much stress in the city a lot of the time, but people are good. And I know obviously, saw on the news, apparently killings in London are going down. So that's good, isn't it? So really, I think that's always a win. Might just say now. When I first moved here, there was like a bomb scare. There was like someone was stabbed at the road for me. And I was like, well, this is going to be fun. But then we just kind of learned to. Like, yeah, I mean, to be fair, you did move from Southampton as well. so yeah. Which isn't the nicest place, let's be honest. Like where my mum lives is really lovely, genuinely. If you're watching mum, it's beautiful. But, you know, it's hit and miss. I remember I dated someone before that lived in St. Mary's. Uh, and that was interesting. Um, eclectic, I'm going to say. Um, but you know, Noah's perfect and I love Southampton with all my heart. Um, so really, yeah, no, no city is perfect. You just gotta have your wits about you, says me, walking yeah. around with my airpods in all the time, but you do have to have your wits about you. But I've never felt unsafe here. I've never once felt unsafe. And I like to hope that carries over with me when I go to Toronto. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be scared, but I feel like it's, that's one thing that did tempt me about it, I guess. When I started doing my research on it, like you said, it's, um, yeah, it's a safe city. It's uh nowhere obviously is perfect but i think it'll be a good fit for me and what i'm looking for which is just to carry yeah. on being happy i guess well in terms of carrying on and being happy then have you started writing i want i want to say a bucket list but have you got a to-do list while you're out there oh. are you working are you, you're not going out there strictly yeah. to work you're going out there to have fun be with friends and work at the same time 100%. but canada it's um to me let, let's just say 
lumberjacks, ice skating, <laughs> hockey. Lumberjacks um, is their hope. Lumberjacks yeah. well, is their hope. Mounties, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Toronto's like. It might be. I think we're thinking more about the, those Alaskan cities that yeah, we see. We're thinking like Vancouver and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Originally, I wanted to go to Vancouver, and I do still want to go to Vancouver because it's incredible. But realistically, and I knowing me, even though yes, this is spontaneous, and I'm really proud of myself, as I've just said, to kind of like go against all of that. I am still a lover of routine and organization that keeps me calm, keeps me, you know, like, a, you know, makes me feel like I've got my shit together. So I think logically going out on my own, I think going out with a job to stay ideally in the job I'm in, as I said, because I do really like it, is a great, great start. Um, and I think it'd be nice to keep some sense of structure for me rather than going straight out and just like traveling and whatever. But I think later down the line, maybe even early 2024, I might see if I can take like a couple of months, do whatever, go to Vancouver. I want to go to Banff. I know that's, I also, Greg, Canada is so big. I didn't realize, like to me, I was like, I'll go to Banff. If I live in Vancouver, I just pop to Banff. It's like a 13 hour train. I'm like, yeah. what? That's huge. This ain't, like, ain't like popping up to Newcastle. Yeah, it, it, no, precisely. I think that's the one thing that will be, the, that's probably the biggest change for me of not understand, I physically cannot fathom how big this country is compared to our teeny little UK. Like we get to Scotland in like, what, like six, seven hours in the car? Maybe. Yeah. And and that's not even half of the way there to, well, pretty much is actually, halfway there to, if I was in Vancouver to Banff. Or you can get like a flight and I'm like, they get internal flights? Like I know we can, but they're like 10 seconds to Ireland, you know? So it's, it's yeah, that for me maybe will be crazy. But yes, definitely Banff to circle back. So like Lake Louise, the classic tourist. Do you know what I'm like? I want the Instagram yeah. picture. I want the experience as well, but I want the Instagram content. Don't know who's going to take it of me if I go on my own. Uh, might force my friends to come with me. Yeah, where else? Obviously Niagara Falls, which again is so far. It's like a four-hour drive from my Airbnb. And I thought if I'm just in Toronto, that looks like a bus ride away, right? It's not. Bloody not. So that'll be a weekend trip. And that's it, really. I want to go to maybe like a, um, an ice hockey game. Uh, don't want ice. Ice hockey game. Um, what else? Because they're all about the winter sports, aren't they? I would like to go skiing now, now because of what I said about my dad. Definitely want to try skiing. You know I'll be Can you ski? No. No, Greg, I've never been skiing in my life. No, not even a dry slope, nothing. Not once. I do not enjoy many sports, but I'm going to try, um, you know, like widen my horizons what's the phrase broaden my horizons. Yeah. close <laughs> yeah close enough um but yeah i just want to do lots of canadian things eat some maple syrup eat a mcgriddle from the mcdonald's my friend and i were looking up the uh canadian menu for mcdonald's um for anyone listening i love mcdonald's more than pretty much more than life itself might have yeah. to say actually might have after this um already had it on thursday night but that's you know by the by but yes, definitely try the McDonald's menu. Um, are you, just quickly on the McDonald's thing, yeah. I don't know what their sizes are like compared to America, but I, I, are you... Bigger. Oh no, sorry, the UK bigger. I don't know about America actually. I haven't done that much, you know, kind of like in-depth research yet, but I will. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to that. see like you're on like a new Instagram page just of you like talking about the <laughs> McDonald's experience. I think it's something I would do. I'll take like a little tape measure with me and like measure them in comparison. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm now getting McDonald's at home for research to measure all the items before I then go to Canada and remeasure. Yeah. God, there's a McDonald's four minute walk from my Airbnb. So I'm, be- I'm loving how 
you've got the, the McDonald's I distance down to it. needed to, Greg. It is, honestly, I said it to someone yesterday. I was like, my last meal on earth would be a McDonald's. And I What's don't a McDonald's order? They're like, that's trash. I'm like, absolutely it's not. I'm sorry. You're trash for thinking it's trash. Hey, who, who wants to have their last meal be a, be a, a chicken Caesar salad, right? Yeah, we'd love to have some. Maybe as a starter, an absolute push if it's like dr- like covered in dressing. At a push, no anchovies. Um, but yeah, so those are some jobs of what I'm looking to do, and probably lots of other things, lots of you know hikes and all that shit. Like when I maybe go somewhere a bit more. But there's beautiful parks and stuff in Toronto. I've been told, like lovely big like waterfront, so you can go on like a romantic canoe ride at sunset. Apparently, don't know who I'm going with. Apparently, in this in, in this vision, I'm like it's just, just me. Swift. <laughs> yep, just me listening to Taylor Swift, which is fine. She better come to Toronto on her next tour, by the way. But that's by the way. I'm actually wearing a Taylor Swift jumper right now. Can you see? Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Midnights. Rep the brand. New album. Sponsored by. Um, <laughs> uh, bloody wish it was, mate. Oh, my God. That would be a great spawn. I could put that straight in my Canada savings. But, you know. Well, to be fair, well, if if you can get a Swifty thing, that would be, be quite exciting for you. I don't know. You might come across as a bit of a nutcase to oh, your friends anyway. They probably already think that anyway. Well, I've ever come across as a nutcase. That's really that's brand new information. When it comes to Swifty stuff, yes. Oh yes, absolutely. But just in general, I am quite unhinged. Yeah, McDonald's um, and Taylor Swift. God help us all if there's a collaboration maybe. between the two. Sleep, McDonald's, Taylor Swift, my holy trinity. It's all I need. It's all I need in Canada now, apparently. So yeah, let's see if she comes to Canada. She should do. You think Toronto is like a big city for like celebrities to do tours in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. I'll um. I'll, ta- I'll tag her in this and see what happens. Oh, if lovely. Not, you know, Thank you. There, there are other famous Canadians who might be around. You never know. Michael Bublé. Oh, I was going to say that. I don't Justin know. Bieber. Jim, Jim, Jim Carrey, isn't he Canadian? That's fantastic. Probably not. He is. Ryan Reynolds, he's Canadian. Ryan there Reynolds you go. Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is. Love him. Take him. There you go. You, you, might, you, might, you might see him. And him and Swifty are good friends. So. Yes, they are, aren't they? Good knowledge. Yeah. Great knowledge. Yeah. But yeah, I'll let you know yeah, if I have anything more for the bucket list. <laughs> That's podcast research for you. So you're you're just coming off of your um obviously Google mapping the nearest McDonald's. Have you got have you downloaded any other apps on your phone? Have you started any kind of prep now as a little Miss Planner? I have actually. I discovered I was talking to another friend I know actually with his girlfriend, they're going out to Toronto. And I was like, Did you know you can use City Mapper in Toronto? No, that's a lie. That's not how the conversation went at all. Um, it went like this. X, I won't say his name. Is there an app like City Mapper for Toronto? Because City Mapper's been my lifeline in London. Like, I literally, like, that's what's made me confident on tubes. Now I just, it's just amazing. As I'm sure you're aware, you just put in where you want to go and it'll just give you exactly how, where to go. It's not rocket science. Everyone knows. Um, and he was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, great. What's it called? I'll download it now. He was like, it's called City Mapper. I was like, right. So you just change the um, the city. So I did it, and I was like, "Oh, they've only got three lines on the subway. This should be easy." But yeah, so I'm just going to use City Mapper. What else have I downloaded? To be honest, actually, not much more. I've downloaded the Time Flying with Air Canada, Canada Air, whichever way around. I think it's Air Canada. Downloaded their app, which gives you a countdown of the days until you're going, which is quite terrifying <laughs> and really scary. Um, but no, apart from that, not really. My only fear is ever travelling around. So I think as long as I've got you know, sitting that I'll be fine. I'll be set. I'll go. I'll just go yeah. alone. Lone wolf. Don't get any apps. Oh. Two last questions. Then I'm gonna want to go into my, my quick fire ones with you. Mm. 
when you go traveling and as you've just mentioned with, with having a yeah. phone and there are certain things that people of our generation just cannot live without yeah. and that is a phone and pr- pretty much a bank account um yeah have you looked into getting a canadian sim card is that something that's going to happen on the day and also what's going to happen with your bank account can does your bank have, have a presence in Canada or do you have to open up a new bank account while you're out there on a working moment? These are fantastic questions. So I would, I laid awake at night worrying about these and the next day I was like, I need to do my research. So money wise, so you know, you know, Monzo. Monzo is good to like get you by um, for like a few weeks, but you cannot be paid into your Monzo. So I wouldn't be able to give those details, for example, as my bank account to have my salary into, assuming obviously touch wood, I find a job, but that'll be fine for me just to tide me over um, but what the best thing is to do, I read lots and it was saying you can set up a bank account before you go, but it's quite difficult. Um, it's just a bit like it's so much easier to get to Canada and like say within the first week, do three things. So get your bank account. So just go to one of like the big banks like here, like you go to like Lloyd's, NatWest, whatever. Go to one of the big like reputable banks, um, <clears throat> take your details of stuff with you. And literally they can just set you up a bank account like you would say you could go to like a different bank now. A set up an account just like you would do in England um but it's so much easier once you're there you've got your visa you've got everything you can just literally physically take your documents go there in person so do that within the first week so that's probably will be my first stop um also phone is another thing I need to get set up like you said so I will just go to any phone shop I think that again I was doing some research on it there's some really good youtubers as well who are like oh this is what to do in your first week of Canada um so I've been watching all of them and yeah, same thing. You just go there and they can just give you, um, just like you would if you went to like car phone warehouse. So it's very similar. It sounds obvious. It's very similar to over here if you just wanted to go get a new phone contract. Again, it's easier when you're there to do it because you can just take your details with you, take your proof of whatever, your visa, et cetera. I don't think you need a visa for your phone. I don't know. But yes, that as well. And then the third thing, the most important thing I've learned is about your SIN number, which is like your social insurance. Oh, God, what is it, Greg? something insurance number which you apparently there's these places called i can't remember the name of them these are like government canada offices and they're like dotted around i think apparently there's one at toronto airport so you can actually go straight there it's like we have yeah. um what's ours like national insurance number that you kind of you know you need to put that in on all your forms for like new jobs and stuff so you need to get that number um i've heard different things someone said you get it with your visa at the border like they immediately just process it and as you go through Someone said you need to go to one of these um, offices and take your information and then they give you one. So I have thought of it this way. I have two friends who are flying out in February to activate their visas just for a two-week holiday. Um, and I'm just going to ask them. I'm going to say what happens at the border because I've heard such differing things. Some people say they just show their passport and they were just like, yeah, didn't look at any of their other forms. Like, look at this, Greg. I've got, I know you can't see this if you're just listening. I've got a whole folder of stuff ready to take with me in case I need this at the border. But guarantee they'll just look at my passport and be like, yeah, off you go. Yeah, so, and there's you with your blood, your blood type. Yeah, literally. But I'm, I'm, that's my biggest fear, because I'll be on my own, of, is getting through the border. Because the embarrassment, if I had to come back, can you imagine, after telling oh. everyone, they'd be like, that's a shame, isn't it? Guess you're back in tooting. That'd be quite a thing for them to... <laughs> all of kind of like, this, this one, <laughs> send her back. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching a lot of border patrol, but oh, what if they I, I can't imagine you getting shipped. 
Yeah, I can't imagine getting shipped back home like a like a like a, yeah. like a drug package in, in Australia. Can you imagine some plants thing? Oh my god, no! That genu- that probably is actually my biggest fear. I think once I'm through the border, I'll actually be. I mean, because they have they have like Uber and stuff. I'll just literally grab a taxi. It's about half an hour away from my Airbnb, which is great. And I'll just go to you know give my Airbnb, and then once I'm in the Airbnb, I'll be like, oh, okay, I can chill now. It's just getting through, but. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's really useful that I have a friend who's going to activate it in February, so she can give me the whole lowdown. Um, what happened? Guaranteed, I'm gonna be that one person that gets like bloody like strip searched or something. No, <laughs> 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 but for fuck's sake! Hopefully, they'll just see me with my two suitcases, like you know, like the wheelie ones. I'm gonna kind of have like a two suitcases and a massive backpack. I'll be like, please just let me through. I just want to work and just eat maple syrup. I beg you. So we'll see. <laughs> We like, oh, fuck buddy. come on through yeah exactly but those are the three things so yeah the insurance number pass not passport what is that i just say phone and the other one bank so all in the oh, first no. week i'm gonna have an admin week basically so it should be fine but my airbnb is quite central in i think it's yorkville my airbnb so apparently that's see how it goes. yeah see yeah. how it goes i'll let you know i'll keep you in cc yeah. on the journey We'll do it. Well, that, that'd be, I mean, yeah. you're my you're my first guest on this on 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 the show Amazing. that um ha- is has has yet to go on their travels, shall we say? It. So it'll be it'll be fun unless you get too big and popular, hanging out with Ryan Reynolds and Taylor oh. Swift to get you back Amazing. on and see see how things are going and how your mm-hmm. time has been once you're settled in. And um, hopefully we don't turn on the camera and start recording. You just start crying. <laughs> what have I done? God, that is my worst. I just think it'd be so, I think it'd be really unlikely that I'm not going to like, I think I'll be scared because it's new. But I think once I settle in, I think it seems like an amazing city and it's so multicultural. There's so much like one of the um, friends who's moving out in June, like she's a vegan. And for example, I think like options wise for her, there's going to be so many. And I think that's just mm. going to be incredible. Like, I just can't wait to experience all these new things, but it's also terrifying. I'm very split about it. Really excited. Maybe like 60% extremely excited. 40% still don't, like can't actually imagine it happening. Can't imagine me literally going to the airport, getting on a plane on my own, you know, listening to, I don't know, Taylor Swift, like looking out the window, like a single tear. Like I can't actually imagine that happening, but it's going to. It probably will. And I'm in all honesty, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the the Instagram story of it all. Oh yeah, just you wait. There's going to be I, so much content. I, yeah, I can already see. It. I can already see you in, in like a puffer coat, fingers yeah. up, looking at the camera. There's the there's the arrival sign. Yeah, and then you with that big Toronto the sign with the CN yeah, tower, you know, the tall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. first bit of maple syrup, McDonald's, B and B. Everything I pose with. Yeah, I you know that, that's what we want. <laughs> Precisely, you'll see. I can't go all this way, spend all this money, and then not document every second. Not have it. a single gram. Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, you just just stay tuned, and if I get famous, then this is going to go viral. Yeah, that then I can start monetizing it. Yeah, precisely, precisely. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no fingers crossed for your breakthrough. Thanks very much. Appreciate that. So, I've got I've got one last few things to ask, and this is a bit of a a quick fire. Kind of, kind of round. Here we go. Um, I'm going to have to rephrase it in my head as they're all written down in a more of a past tense. Okay. But whatever comes into your head, let's see what you come with. I'm ready. Oh. What, what three items must you take? Oh. My cat, Olive. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say my face wash, my moisturizer, and... 
Oh my god. Um, 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 um. Oh, I don't know. My eyebrow pencil. Because I ain't got no eyebrows, really. <laughs> there we go. Those three things. So as long as I Very want good. to visualize my face yeah. and put a bit of an eyebrow on, I'll be happy. Was that supposed to be a more beautiful one? Like a bigger, bigger thing? My Mac my, that I'm on right now? My there Mac. we go. Yeah. But no, you said that you, your, your priority is to look proper ream. As, um, <laughs> Skincare is always my priority. So, yeah. Oh, man. What about my tangle teaser? Oh. Okay. See, now, now we're going down a slippery slope. Yeah, I'm going to swap out eyebrow pencil for tangle teaser because I want to be able to brush my hair. But then I also need these little hair bands. I need hair bands. That's a really difficult question. No, I wasn't but this is also that. something for you to think about now because then you're going to start putting a list together. I was like, yeah. you know what? Airpods. Greg made me think. AirPods. There we go. AirPods phone. I was waiting for the AirPod moment. Yeah, AirPods phone and then skincare. I'm just going to have that as one thing. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, 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 I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. There you go. Done. <laughs> have you learned? Have you learned or heard any Canadian phrases that you can't wait to use? Oh God. I feel like I should know some. I don't think I do. No, you've no, got plenty of time. No. This is things for you to learn. Buddy? Oh, no, they say A a lot, don't they? Eh? 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 You're right there, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's one. But no, I don't really okay. know. No, I don't. Oh, God, I need to research that. Noted. I don't think you have to learn a different language. It's fine. <laughs> totally different, just for phrases. Purely just for phrases. Okay. Do you have a song on your Spotify playlist that is going to remind you of home? Also, sorry, going back to that streetcar. That's what they call the um the tram. I use the word streetcar. I like that. Um. Oh, number one, I do not have Spotify. I have Apple Music. Don't say anything. I have Apple Music. Okay. And I know people don't like Apple Music, but I have it. So on my Apple Music playlist, that reminds sorry. me of home. Oh, there's a song by Frank Turner called Wessex Boy, which I love. And that always reminds me of home, as in like Southampton home. Um, that's And I just love Frank Turner so much. So maybe that actually. Or anything by Bob Dylan, because my, um, I wouldn't say my mum loves him, but me and my mum love Bob Dylan. So maybe uh, Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, very classic. Definitely mm. that. Um, oh, what's another one? Probably anything by Taylor Swift will remind me of home. But no, mainly those. Yeah, probably Frank Turner the most because he is from Winchester. And I know that's not Southampton. It's much nicer, but it's close by. And I've always loved him. Well, I said, oh, that's a lie. I haven't always loved him. Loved him since like 2013. Yeah, you've appreciated him recently. I Yeah, I've loved him for like a solid, almost a solid decade. So yes, definitely a bit of Frank Turner. <laughs> Love him so much. Quite long. And do you have a photo that you're going to be taking with you? Just to look at. Mm. Yeah, myself. Uh, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> it's just a pocket mirror in your, your selfie kit. I think, so my mum has made me like a desk calendar to take with me that each month has got like different people that I care about. So like, you know, family, friends, Olive. Um, literally, Olive's, Olive's January, actually. Lucky her. Um, Photo-wise, I've got a little photo of my dad that I keep. It's over there, actually. I can't show it to you now like in a little photo frame that I might take because that's really nice. As a little reminder, not in like a morbid way, but like a little reminder to make sure I do actually ski and don't just tell people I'm going to ski. <laughs> that would be like my motivation to be like, I do actually need to have to ski now because I said to my mum that I would, um, which she's not happy about. Cause she's like, as long as you don't go helicoptering 
or bungee jumping or skiing, then it's fine. You can go to Canada and the list keeps growing. As long as you just don't do that, then it's fine. And she'll be like, I'm not going to tell you, but there was this helicopter crash in the news. And I'll be like, right. Every day is a different thing. She's like, and I'm not going to tell you, but just so you know, there was a stabbing in an apartment building in Toronto, but don't worry about it. So yeah, maybe a picture just of my mum to remind me to stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> a family picture, maybe. So the death calendar. Be extremely cautious, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe the one of my dad and the death calendar, I would say. Those combined, I'll take with me. Oh, very nice. Right. Very sweet. And so I would usually ask someone what kind of advice would they ask themselves before they went on their travels. But for you, you haven't been. And you've said there's plenty that you kind of wish you would have said to yourself to take this leap sooner. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you would want to tell your future self? Let's just say... Canada, Ellie, right now, yeah. a, a year from now. Is there anything you want to say to her, as in make sure you've had your maple syrup and McGriddle like once a week? Love that. Yeah. Apart from that, I would yeah. say, even if it's scary, even if you're having moments where you're feeling really like, what have I done? This is terrifying. Just remember, you have gone through so much worse. And when I say worse, I don't always mean just like negative worse. Like as in you've moved to London, you know, you've got through like people you care about, like passing away. You've got through tumultuous like relationships. You've got through like really fucking horrible jobs. Um, Like you've gone through so much other shit in your life that this is, that you can handle it basically is what I'd say to myself. Like you can handle yeah. it. I've also gone through loads of amazing things. And that is hopefully, I just tell myself, this is just going to be another amazing thing. You just need to give it a chance. That is what I would say. So I'd like really give myself a pep talk. Yeah. Well, hopefully she'll need it. Yeah. I'll watch this back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a year from now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it'd be great to get you back on when you're settled in the calendar life. Oh my God. See if you had a breakdown or not. Yeah. Oh my God. um, I'll be very different to this current persona. Yeah. I'd be like, Greg, I don't oh, like it at all. The McDonald's is the same size. Nothing has changed. <laughs> oh, Everything's too greasy and I've lost a tooth playing hockey. <laughs> that does sound like something I'd do, doesn't it? I do. I am very accident prone. So let's yeah. just hope I don't like break something. Oh, God. Well, not oh. to sound like your mum, but wear a helmet. I need, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't imagine, like, who am I envisioning playing ice hockey with is my main thing. Like, ice skating as well, by the way. Would I... I feel like that should be on my bucket list, but I'm terrified because I cannot uh-huh. ice skate to save my life. So to be fair, I'm kind of, I'm kind of j- just because something to be happening in your main story ahead yep. is I'm I'm picturing you going for like your little like ice skate in like in like sundown, and then Taylor Swift comes yep. out shooting her music video. You know, I'm like, <laughs> it's meant to be. It's meant to be. And then that's when you face plant and lose your tooth. Yeah, and then when I look up, there's a man there taking my hand, saying, "Are you okay?" And it's the love of my life. Yeah. Yeah, in. he puts your tooth back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're okay. Ah, uh, hey, come on, eh? <laughs> Time to get up. <laughs> Precisely. Oh, God. It's going to be Oh, my God. But, yeah. yeah, I'll keep you updated and we'll chat again soon. So, can't wait for that. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you again. And, Ellie, enjoy the rest of your day and happy travels. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the Tales from Travellers podcast to stay up to date on past and future episodes. I'm always looking to share new stories from expats and repats from all over the world. So please reach out if you'd like to share your story. You never know, your story could be the one that helps someone make that life-changing choice. You can find us on Instagram at Tales from Travellers.
I'd love to hear your story, and more importantly, I'd love to share it with the world. I look forward to hearing from you, but thanks again for joining me, and until next time, happy travels.